0: Know Thyself is dedicated to the exploration of the most rewarding task an individual can ever embark on, the journey to find oneself. Our intention is to investigate the universal principles that have equipped our species to seek the treasure of all treasures, self-knowledge. With your host, Daniel Powinski and Eduardo Monteca, this is the Know Thyself Podcast. Uh, today we're going to be covering occultism, you know, what it is... Who is involved, the when, the where, and the why. And, uh, you know, Daniel, I don't know if you want to take it away with what is occultism, first of all?
1: Yeah. Again, huge question to kind of tackle. And we're really just going to kind of skim the surface on this one and get deeper into more detail as we kind of expand and go through these shows. But really, what we're looking at today is just to make some building blocks, some foundational knowledge that we can build off into the future. And really kind of create a common language as we move forward. So when we do say certain topics or certain subjects, we have a shared understanding of what the definition is. So mm-hmm. we can kind of build that, that structure together. So what is occultism? Anytime we're taking a look at a word, the first thing we're going to kind of look at is the definition. Um, and occultism really is just going to mean that which is hidden. Um, so it's kind of the science of hidden forces. Um, and the art of subjecting those said forces to the will of the individual. Um, and one aspect that we're gonna really look at too, as we kind of start breaking down words, is really almost going beyond the definition. Um, we talked about the uh, the analogy of the iceberg. So with the tip of the iceberg you see, right, you see the tip of the iceberg, but the main body of that iceberg is actually under the water, mm. and that's where the main mass is. Um, and that's kind of how words are going to react and how you really want to start understanding words. So one thing that we just looked at is the definition of occultism again, which means that which is hidden. Um, but there's a deeper meaning to words that go beyond their definition. So to um, to kind of break that down a little bit more, where we get our words is actually from the Phoenicians. Um, that's why we have phonics. It comes mm-hmm. from the Phoenicians. Um, and there was a motto th- with the wise in the in with the Phoenicians, and it was, if you understood a word just by the definition, you were a deaf Phoenician. Um, which that means is there's more than just the provided definition of a word that if you word. really want to understand it. So one thing we're really going to look at throughout this podcast is um, one of the subjects we're going to study is the study of etymology. Hmm. And what etymology is going to do is it's really just going to look at where does this word come from and the origin of this word and what does it mean in its root language mm. and how did they build that word to kind of be played in our language right so um so really when you look at english english is really almost a what you would call a bastardized language because it's a mixture of a bunch of different languages together right. um, and the main components of our language are going to be latin ancient greek and germanic that's going to be, and then there's going to be a splicing in of a bunch of other different languages that are going to be kind of made up our language. But so one thing we're going to look at when we look at words and we're defining topics and subjects that we cover is we're really going to look into the etymology of the word um, because it gives you a much deeper understanding of what that word actually means. So occult and occultism comes from a Latin word called occultare, and that means to hide or, to hide or conceal. Um, And if you break that down even further, oculus, which is the Latin for the eye. So occultare and oculus really broke down to to hide or to conceal from the eye. So occultism really means that which is hidden. So it's really just energy that we cannot perceive with the eyes. I mean, what we're really going to be focusing on there is almost the mental forces Mm -hmm. that we can't so much perceive with the eyes, but we can actually think and feel about Especially when we kind of expand our sensitivity to actually perceive these these events, um, so what we're really going to kind of work on throughout this podcast is most occulting some of this information. Um, so throughout history, we're always going to go through ages of occulted information and deoculted information. So once you learn about something, you kind of deocult it. Right. So we we've spoken before about things like infrared, microwaves, and even gravity this is what you would call occulted information because before we had instruments to actually perceive infrared rays, we didn't know they actually is exist, this existed. Same with microwaves, right now we actually have instruments that can actually measure this. So we've actually de-occulted this information because now we actually know, we know that we can't physically perceive it, but we actually know that these are, these forces are actually and these rays are actually, they do exist. Right. They exist. Absolutely. So, um, So really what we're kind of saying is just like what we said, the kind of taking these hidden forces um, and how do we subject these hidden forces to the improvement of the individual? Um, So it really kind of comes down to understanding our subconscious and how we can actually utilize our subconscious because our subconscious is always working. It depends if we're actually having our subconscious work for us or against us. And that's really kind of where these occult principles are going to come into in um, their application to the self, um, so yeah, so that's kind of what we're kind of looking at
0: with occultism. Yes, right. Yeah. Now, in the in this line of questions that I'll be asking Daniel, you know, you'll you'll hear me kind of go off a little bit on a tangent. But one of the things that I've always been super curious about occultism um, and what the little I know of occultism is is who. You know, I know that this is very ancient um, information, but you know. You talk about the Phoenicians and you talk about, you know, ancient Greeks, but let's let's go all the way back to who really, be, you know, started this at the beginning with, with occultism. Like.
1: Yeah, and that, that brings up a good point because when we look at the who, one thing we're going to kind of cover is if you would ask, I would say, an individual that's not really studying this subject, mm-hmm. if you talk to them about occultism and who's involved they're usually going to say occultism is an evil thing or kind of like a Satanistic thing. Um, And that's one thing we kind of want to really kind of state in the beginning of this podcast. And that's where we kind of went through the definition as the first thing. Occultism is just a tool. Occultism is just the ability to kind of perceive these forces that we don't perceive with our eyes. Um, But it very much is just a tool. So occultism is going to kind of work like a knife. Um, We talked about it before. So like, say you take that knife and you make me a delicious meal, right? And it's great. You could also take that knife and stab me in the back when I'm not looking, right? Um, But it's not so much the knife that's good or evil. It was the free will decision that you took to use that knife and the outcome of it, which kind of understood, which we really kind of state whether that was good or evil that you did. Um,
0: That's a good way of putting it.
1: Yeah. So occultism is the same way. It's just a tool. Uh, Can you use occultism for evil purposes and can control people? Um, Absolutely. You can use it for manipulation. This is what propaganda is. This is what media uses for when they use advertising. These are all occult principles that they're putting into motion to get you to do a certain end. Right. Right. They want you to either buy this activity or support this political process. Um, These are all occult forces. But you'd also use these forces for the betterment of yourself, right? You can utilize these forces to reprogram your subconscious, to build more of a moral standing, to build your character up, to become a more higher individual. So it's really this idea of this tool, what you kind of do with this information. Um, So it's really the, the end justifies the means. So what you do with this is really the difference between in history or like even in fantasy it's a difference between an alchemist or a sorcerer or a white magician from a dark magician they're using the same tools but what they're using these tools for are kind of the big difference right so when we kind of talk about the who um, when you talk about the subconscious manifestation and really how the brain operates we're really talking about like all all the big players in history um, And that includes the prophets, the great teachers and leaders, to the worst tyrants we've ever seen. All of these individuals are going to utilize these occult principles in different aspects.
0: And would you say, um, with the who, and I know there's a lot of, the list is long, but are some of those individuals even aware that they're using occult principles sometimes? Do you think that they've been taught something to not know it? but they're using it without knowing that they're using those principles. Does that make sense? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Um, Yes. When we, some people are going to be what you would call initiated Ah. and they've actually gone through these schools and they've learned these principles from the basics. Some people just, more people like naturally understand these more than other people. So there's some people who when we are talking about these podcasts are going to be like, oh no, I understand that. Like now you're just putting terms to the word. Right. For some people it's going to be brand new information. So, Really, it's going to be kind of a combination of both. Okay. Um, so, some individuals are going to be um, aware of it, and some aren't. And some, a lot of the stuff we're going to cover, you've heard in different terms. So, all we're talking about is the root of this information. Right. But, motivational speakers, um, all these like business success courses that you'll like see pop up on Instagram like 12 step programs, 12 of step sorts. programs, yeah. all of this is esoterically, occultly based. Um, it's just getting new spin and new language and people are kind of um, it's Redist- like repackaging this yeah. information. And right. sometimes they're packaging it for certain aspects because they want a certain end and they don't have the whole story. Um, so we might see like bits and pieces of this information right. kind of scattered in that. So but when we really talk about the who, um, like we said, this is. This is the the network of these individuals and groups who have embodied this is really the true history of civilization because these are the power players. You need to know this information if you're going to have any kind of influence on individuals, whether that's good influence or bad influence. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we can, so we're going to see this with positive aspects and we're going to see this with really negative aspects. And we're going to kind of look at both of those examples kind of see where they... They break apart, um, and one of the big reasons why we're going to look into the who, and again, we'll we'll kind of post some information um, on the website because there is researchers that have done an amazing job breaking down the who of history and their use of occult or esoteric principles. Um, we'll kind of cover it a little bit in this podcast, but not go into the great detail. But we'll definitely pass on those resources but one reason we really want to look at the who is there's an occult principle that we're going to talk about called as above so below and really what we want to look at is the tyrannical ruler of a civilization very much can be understood by the tyrannical ruler of the self Hmm. so as we learn about The outside world, we learn about ourselves, and as we learn about our inside self, we can kind of see applied to the outside. Exactly. So, when we kind of look at the healing that our civilization needs to do, it's really going to reflect the healing that we personally need to do. And that's really why we started this podcast, Know Thyself, is because we really want to, you know, to change the self, you have to change the world, you have to change yourself first, right? And that's kind of what we're looking at. We're really trying to look at making sovereign individuals who are all-encompassing that can move that energy outward. Because I think there's there's this cry, we see all the problems in this world and everybody wants to fix the world, but we're really looking past the aspect that before we can fix the world, we should really focus on ourselves. And that's really why we're kind of trying to educate or spread this information that has taught us about ourselves and how we can kind of implement it to really kind of betterment our communities and wider ranges.
0: Which it's interesting to say that because, you know, the who, I know that as Daniel said, we'll we'll make sure that we have, um, you know, a more formatted uh, lecture or maybe, you know, bullet points as to where to get these references from those specific uh, who's. But, uh, you know, one thing that I, I like to talk about is the when, the when's my favorite. And the reason the when is my favorite this case is because it's still relevant right now uh it's something that we can apply right now and it was applied then you know and again it's information that's not new to anybody that's why you're going to hear a lot of these things that daniel and i will talk about and you'll be able to relate to it from either greek mythology to the hero story that i know daniel and i've talked about and breaking down why those stories are so important or why they mean something to us, even to this day, you know, when children watch movies from, like, Hercules to, you know, um, anything else, like, even, like, Moana. It's like there's right. there's all kinds of principles of good and bad um, going on simultaneously. So I think the when really um, is something that's been going on for eternity. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if you can elaborate more on the when with this yeah, topic. Yeah, and you, know,
1: you brought up a good point, too. You know, one of the things that is really unique when – you really start understanding these principles is you go back and you watch these movies of our childhood and even like watching movies with my nieces and nephews and it, it really expands that sensitivity and you start picking up on themes you never understood about or you start seeing the holistic connection between the right. themes. We kind of call it the golden thread and you really start seeing what these stories are trying to tell us. Um, so yeah, great question. When did this knowledge arise? And the truth be told, this is the oldest information in the world Um, our logo as we're looking up on the screen right now is um, a sun from a tarot deck from the 16th century and really what we're kind of trying to show with that sun is an alchemical motto that used to be said that was there's nothing new under the sun Mm. and that being said that this information has been known since the beginning of time and it doesn't matter what time period you're living in it's application and its understanding is very important to you understanding yourself, to you understanding your society, and even your interpersonal connections between people. Um, so these are very, very important, interesting information, and it's just um, we really can't mark the date of when it started. Right. You know. So we know it goes all the way back to Egypt, Babylon. Um, and it's really been weaved all the way through history,
0: which is why, about, to use your word, weaved, it's interwoven into um, religion, right? Yes. So a lot of these things that we're going to talk about, you're going to say, "Well, this is what, you know, I learned, um, you know, when I was in Catholic school, or whatever religion you, right. you you were raised on." A lot of these principles are very relatable because this information is so ancient. And
1: yeah, absolutely. Right? And it's what makes those sacred books sacred it's these Hmm. stories um even like when we talk about you speaking about mythology why is mythology so important it's telling you the story of your consciousness and its evolution through time and we can relate to these stories because they're the stories of ourselves right right you know and then so you were um again we we're gonna bring up a lot about movies and pop culture and we talk about things like star wars or lord of the wing rings and like why was this such an important movie? Why did people get so excited that it became a part of our culture? Um, and it's because it's telling the oldest stories in the world. It's just repackaging them into another applicable way. Right. You know. So, you know, we maybe weren't as interested in the story of the sun in Egyptian terms, but that's why they retold him in a sci-fi, s- fantasy way with Star Wars. And it's really just the retelling of the sun god versus Set which is when the sun sets and the cycles of the sun god. Um, That's why his name is Luke Skywalker. So because he is actually the, the the sun god in Egypt, which was Horus at the time, they would say would take 12 steps during the day. And that was why his name is Skywalker because it was like the 12 steps that he took. That's why if you take the word Horus and you actually just switch around the U and the R, you get hours. Because that's the twelve hours of the day. Those were the twelve steps of Horus. Interesting, right? So then Luke takes the twelve steps to face Set, which is right. Darth Vader, and that. So it's really just the story of light versus darkness, and that's. And what there's we're those twelve seeing. sets
0: you're talking about. I mean, the, exactly the numerology. Oh, I know they talk the, a lot exactly. about that in, the, in, the, in this podcast, right? Even
1: the twelve step program yeah. in AA. You know, um, the twelve step program of public schools. You know, there's a there's a reason why these numbers are used for completion. Um, 12, 7, 3. We're going to see those kind of come up. And we're going to try to kind of go into detail about its importance, but there's there's a reason why movies like Star Wars and Lord of the Rings are trilogies. They're told in three-part segments. Um, so it's just this whole kind of connection of everything. So when, you know, we don't really know. We know that this information goes all the way back to Egypt, um, and it's been interroven throughout the history of man. Um, and it's just been what you would really kind of call timeless, but really right. I, I love how we always talk about, you know, the thread and how it's kind of been, yeah, a you talk about between. that golden thread, the golden thread, right? So it's the golden thread of history. And as we kind of go further in this, you'll see how this golden thread connects all subjects, not just religious, not just spirituality, not just mythology, but really all the subjects. And we'll kind of go right. into detail about that.
0: Right now. Um, with that being said, um, the where so do you would you say and i don't know if i'm asking the right question here but my my um from my understanding this has been all over the world Yes, this is why this can all be relatable um, to anyone. Or books like uh, even like I know the Alchemist has these principles in, in its book, and I know it's been translated into so many different languages. Right. And right. one of the reasons being is that everyone can relate to it. You'd think a story like that would be something that well maybe the Western world can only relate to, but I know that there's you know a whole subculture of people who still feel like that book speaks to them. And and so I, I, again my, my question is and I, and I'm, is the where is that where has this affected?
1: Yeah, you uh, know where, um, and that's a great question there because we're going to see every culture, every civilization shares these stories. And even before we had trade routes connecting these these civilizations, before there was even communication, they would have the same stories. And that's really, really important to show that these stories again aren't an external story; these are an internal story. These what you call. Come from our subconscious this is why archetypes this is why there's certain times certain symbols that are universal it doesn't matter if you were living in the north american plains or if you were living in australia before european settlement a five-pointed star meant the same thing mm. A six-pointed star meant the same right. thing because these are literally symbols that have come from our subconscious so The where is really going to break down the borders and it's really going to kind of show that the human family is more connected than what we perceive with culture and race because we do have this connecting thread of our subconscious and the shared subconscious and that's really where our stories come from. So you really kind of start conceiving beyond the expansion of, oh, this is culturally what I am. Mm -hmm. This is what my racial identity is because all these stories are connected. It doesn't matter if you're from Africa again, South America, you're going to have the same similar stories. Um, So where we see this information is really important, too, for the fact that we're going to see this throughout the subjects that we study. Um, So where this information really started to come from in the West is what you would call mystery schools. Hmm. And those really came out of um, ancient Egypt, which if you're actually talking about ancient Egypt, the Egyptians wouldn't call themselves Egyptians. They were called Comicians, um, because you actually came from Khmet. That's what Egypt was called. Egypt got its name from, I want to say, the ancient Greeks. Hmm. When they visited it, they called it Egypt. But if you were from Egypt, you would never say you were from Egypt. You were from Kemet. Um And that literally broke down to the black land because not only was the fertile land near the Nile the most fertile soil that you could grow so much and create a civilization, but this is also where knowledge came from. So they called it the Black Land because once you start studying this, you see that everything kind of comes from that darkness. Interesting. Um, You know, the seed has to give sprout to the plant, to the light. Um, So it's kind of the root of all the information. So that's really why Egypt has this um, glamour about it because it is, it's almost like this root of where this information came from and the, the surrounding regions like Babylon and everything like that. So... One thing is like when we talk about the where, it's um, these mystery schools were where you would almost go to get initiated into this information. So for the majority of history, this information was for a select few people. So you had your initiates and they would actually choose individuals who they felt were responsible, educated enough to pass on this information. But this was not just... Handed out information. This right. was almost kept for a select few, and this is why in the Bible it talks about milk for chi- children and meat for men. That's uh, not really just talking about like what's served at the dinner table. It's really talking about milk is going to be your kind of your easy information, your Ten Commandments, um, what we would almost call exoteric religion, and your meat is going to be the inner teachings. And that's like your esoteric teachings. And we'll kind of break down those words a little bit further um, going in. But really what that means is there's an outer teaching of everything and an inner teaching. And that's really what is going to kind of separate those mystery schools. Because the mystery schools are really discussing what is the esoteric teaching. So when we see like Catholic mass or we see churches around where we are or whatever religious situation around, majority of those are going to be ex- exoteric situations uh, yeah, you're just there to, to, to do the to, to, to follow the the
0: not the trend but you're there on a Sunday to do your your mass and then pretty much get out of there because you know right. you've got other things to do and yeah. you're not really connecting to right. what the deeper meaning
1: is the or, deeper meaning you might be making. going through the ritual but you don't understand why you're going through the right. ritual where right. the esoteric is going to look at why do you do mass you know why are you ingesting the body of Christ You know, why are you doing all these things? That's where the esoteric is going to come in. Exoteric is going to be, like we just said, the outer teachings. This is going to be for the masses. Esoteric is going to be for the inner teaching. And that was really reserved to a small piece of the population um, for really a good amount of history. You know, we really do live in a unique time because all this information is available at this point. You know, so there would be We kind of live in this time that we're so blessed because this information is so available that you actually have to almost ignore this information at this point, where you wouldn't be even, you wouldn't even be almost responsible for this information, say we lived 400 years ago, because you might not have any access to it. But nowadays, where we live currently, you almost have a responsibility to learn this information. Because Nothing's holding you. Nothing's holding you back. back you know, you're not going to get burnt out of stake for whatever this what information. I mean, yeah. right. That's why when we talk about alchemy, one of the subjects that we'll talk about, and that kind of helps kind of streamline what we were talking about, the where, like where do we find this information? Alchemy is going to be a whole, a whole subject set up to pass on these principles that we're speaking about, but they would almost speak to them in code. Um, so they did not get... Punished, prosecuted or prosecuted like that. or burnt alive you know and so again we kind of have this like <clears throat> false understanding of what alchemy is in our present day understanding because we were taught that alchemist was you know individuals trying to change lead into gold mm-hmm. and really what that was talking about was the lead and the gold of our hearts and our souls so how do we turn our hearts from lead into hearts of gold how do we turn our souls of lead into souls of gold and how do we even turn our minds of lead into minds of gold and this was the alchemical processes, and this was what they were actually discussing. They Very few alchemists actually had interest in creating physical gold. And even if they did, maybe they started that subject to create physical gold. After they would go through this transformation, by the end, they weren't interested in the physical gold. Because right. they knew the mental, the spiritual, was f- far s- surpassed what any kind of physical gold could ever offer them. So very much a when we talk about the where where does this come from um where are we going to find this information and how does it apply to the subject we're talking about know thyself mm-hmm. um is because alchemy was literally the first self-help help program right. how do you better yourself yeah. how do you better your character um again all those principles we see in these motivational speakers they're just repackaging this information but like we said, there's nothing new under the sun. This information isn't new. This is the oldest information we have. Um, so they were fascinated with character and character development. How do you become the best possible individual? Which is why we get into the why. Right, we get into the why. You know, exactly. not, not to
0: jump into it, but that's that's another one that, you know, if, if you're listening, um, you know, that's that's why we, we do this podcast. And Daniel and I have had deep discussions on... on on this particular question, the why, you know, why do we need to better ourselves or why do we need to go and, and discuss about the differences between, you know, what I, what I'm thinking and what I'm feeling and, and how to navigate within, you know, all the noise that's presented to us on a daily uh, basis. And I think that's to me, um, why I like to talk about this or why I like to discuss this with, with you because it it gives me great comfort and I hope it does for anybody listening that people along before us, were already talking about this and we're, we're trying to figure this out and we're trying to use these uh, principles to be applicable to making yourself a better man, a better person, you know, um, but yeah, so so, so the why, um, which is my last question to you, the why. How, how would you go ahead and, and discuss the why?
1: Great question. And why is going to come up again a lot. Um, because why is, when you talk about like the five W's, why is where the power lies? And we're going to learn about that when we talk about cause and effect and causality. Because why is so important. But why is something you always want to... Discover um, Why am I doing this? Why do I feel this way? Why do I react this way? Um, Why is going to be so crucial to get to the cause rather than living in the effect? And we're going to really break into that understanding of cause and effect and how do you get yourself from being a victim of the effect to being somebody who's a perpetrator of the cause Mm. and actually directing where that effect is. Um, And that's really the position you want to get into. You want to get... what you would call the chess master where you're above the board of the chess and you're moving the pieces rather than being a pawn and you don't even know who's moving you why you're moving whether you're in the white square or square or the black square right so why do we learn the occult which is the subject of this episode um first thing why we learn the occult is these principles are present whether we learn them or not um and that's very very important so Again, we'll talk about all these principles and we'll kind of break them down one by one. But a good example of this is um, the example of gravity. So gravity does not care whether you understand it or even believe in it. Gravity is just going to react, right? It's an input-output situation. So you input this information, you get this output every time. So even if I was unaware of what gravity was let's say and I just never understood the subject and I tried to walk out the window right now Mm -hmm. I'm going to fall right to the ground it doesn't matter whether I believed in gravity or if I did not believe in gravity gravity is still going to have an effect on me and it's always going to have the same effect it doesn't matter if we walked out this window 200 times 400 times I'm always just going to fall straight down so how these occult principles work is they don't care. They're almost emotionless. This right. is There's no emotion in this aspect. It's almost the mechanical workings of the universe. Um, it's almost like the clockwork. It doesn't matter if you understand it or not. It's still going to have an effect. So these occult principles are either going to affect you positively or negatively. And they really don't have any emotion whether you understand them or not. And really, when we start talking about the people that do understand this, they're in a power position because you don't understand that and they have that sway over you. Right. Well,
0: they're avoiding falling out of a window, you know, Exactly. more often than the person who decided to not educate themselves. Right.
1: And they're maybe motivating people to follow up. Exactly. Right. And so that's really a kind of one thing that we really want to do. So so one thing we want to kind of cover is your belief in occultism, again, does not matter these principles are going to be at play it's just whether you learn about them become sensitive to them and aware of them that you can start utilizing them to avoid self-inflicted pain which is something that we all do so why we want to learn this information well it's because we want to better ourselves and utilize this information and this information is so important in the study of ourselves that we really can't really break down the self fully until we understand these principles and start applying them to our lives.
0: Very well said. Yeah, and and again, I know that I'll reiterate this over and over, but Daniel and I are just, you know, we're we're close friends that decided to really just bring this to to light um, and to bring this to to an audience um, to just hopefully explain these things with regards to the why, you know? Right. You know, we can we can talk about philosophy. We talk about history all day long. And and I know, Dan, you're really good at at sort of breaking down a lot of these historical um, chapters in in human existence. But they don't matter unless we know how to really use them and why to use them. And I think in this time that we're living in right now of uncertainty. you know, people want to lean on to something that gives them direction, and, and we hope that that's, that's what we're doing. Right. You know?
1: Yeah, yeah. And I think that's a good way to put it. Um, there's so much good research out there about, you know, what these principles are, who were the people that invented these principles, or who were the organizations that passed these principles down and their effect on society. Um, so many different ideologies and great information out there. And you're right. Really what we're looking to do is um, just kind of put this in an applicable application for the individual to mm-hmm. use with the main interest of self-discovery and really understanding the self and kind of create, starting that journey. So I think that's a really important thing to put into motion that we're really, again, not of this information, most of this information is not ours, all we are doing is retelling this information and the uh, the strategies that we've used to apply it to our lives correct
0: correct um you know for a lot of people out there um you know daniel and i were talking about what's to come and 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 the things that we'll make that are relatable but as you hear the or listen to the podcast you'll start to to see a lot of patterns that um what we're talking about right now i know we're starting off very broad but uh, over the course of this podcast, we'll make sure to condense a lot of this information and also find a way to keep it on on a relatable track, I guess I should say. Um, you know, we have m- multiple episodes we're going to be putting together. And uh, I think it was important to really go into what occultism is in the first place. So
1: Yeah, you know, even just to kind of see the strategies that we're going to be looking at as we come up with new topics to, to discuss on, you know, breaking down words, understanding the roots of them. This is all going to be a process that the individual should take into their own life. We'll start to see, really, again, like I say, we've said this so many times, but you're, you're expanding that sensitivity so you can perceive this information. Because really, this is a classroom for the development of yourself. That's what this whole five sense situation is. This is a construct of reality. The construct of reality is for you to almost understand yourself and build your character and develop your soul and so all we are trying to do is just say that kind of explain the tools that we've used that have had positive application and really kind of one thing we really want to stress is knowing yourself to utilize these principles to the highest good Um, we're going to talk about the will in further episodes and really what does that will entail And how do you separate maybe your selfish will from the higher will Hmm. and how, why that's so important to not only ourselves and the development of the self, but also the development of a more peaceful, loving society that we all kind of envision and would love to see manifest around us. But how do we get there? How do we do that? And uh, really, I think the understanding of yourself um, is the first step into building that, which we really want to see manifest for us.
0: Oh, well said. And that is why it's called the Know Thyself Podcast. Know Thyself
1: Podcast.
0: So I know we covered a lot today, but um, the next few episodes, as I mentioned, will have um, more condensed material, I should say. Or not condensed, but sort of um, more specific. Yeah, to, I to would say
1: we're not going to cover as much as quickly. You know, we just really kind of went through the whole... The, the idea that we broke down what is occultism in such a short level, um, I mean, we could go on episodes and episodes about that the where, and the what, the when, and the why. Um, so this was really just kind of like a breeze through operation, but we will really are going to look to focus in and really get the details of this information. So next week we should be a little bit more condensed and kind of build off that. But the idea being being that these are all building blocks to kind of build the foundation, and then hopefully we can um, construct something all together.
0: Oh, well said. Awesome. Well, thanks for listening. Um, we'll make sure to... Be able to answer all your questions as time goes on and this podcast develops. We'll be able to have a blog and also the um, website to take any suggestions. You know, we'd love to hear from you and and see if we can need to talk or speak a little more about certain topics that maybe we rushed through or might have rushed through. There is no real agenda here other than just trying to help you out. So we appreciate you uh, engaging and listening and uh, we look forward to the next lesson.
1: Until next time.
0: Until next time.